millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. And as always, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector. White memes. Good to see you over there keeping it comfy on the foxhole. All of my friends getting there early on Rumble. I sincerely appreciate it, guys. Do me a favor. Make sure you hit that like button. Wouldn't mind it if you shared it out there on your favorite social media platform, whether you're on the foxhole, pilled.net, if you're on Rumble, sincerely appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us on Saturday night. I want you to know that I have made contact with Tommy Robinson. He is safe and secure, and I've got a new date for you. So he said one million percent he will be there for this next date. I'll explain everything in a minute. Also, if you are getting a reply on Rumble from an account called Red Pill News, that is not me. I do not know Jason Sherka, and I would never contact you directly asking you to get involved in some financial scheme. If you email that person, they're probably going to steal your identity and get into your bank account. If for any reason I ever reach out to you, it will be in a completely different way. But nine times out of ten, I'm not going to just message you out of nowhere. And I'm only going to reply to something relevant on the video. So do me a favor. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn. And we're going to be right back after this talking about France and so much more. 
No matter who you are, protecting your personal information has never been more important than right now. Here's an example. Go to Google, punch in your name or a friend's name, and take a look at what the top results are. You're probably going to see emails, home addresses, phone numbers, but you'll also probably find a lot more than you ever thought was out there for everybody to see. This is why I love to tell you about the sponsor of this program, Virtual Shield One. Virtual Shield One will find data brokers that are storing your private information and automatically help remove them from those sites without you having to lift a finger. Plus, it'll even help you get out of those annoying spam email lists like the ones that hit your inbox or even call or text your cell phone number. Virtual Shield One is a complete privacy suite that includes identity protection, fraud monitoring, social security protection, dark web monitoring, an industry-leading VPN, plus malware and ad blocking. They even monitor the dark web for you to see if your social security number, your phone number, your address, or even your bank accounts are exposed, and they'll immediately alert you to tell you what they found. So go to my special website in the description of this video, virtualshield.com forward slash redpill78, or just click the link in the description below to get a 60-day risk-free trial and see how many websites are making your information public without your consent. If you like the content, help support my sponsor, Virtual Shield One, and go to virtualshield.com forward slash redpill78 to get that 60-day free trial. Thank you once again to Virtual Shield One for sponsoring this video, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good afternoon. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Thank you to everybody hanging out with us over on Pilled.net, the home of free speech on the Internet, and, of course, our friends over there on Rumble, also another home for free speech. So, yes, I just want to be very clear. I am not commenting to your comments on Rumble and asking you to email someone named Jason Shurka at an email address. I would never do that. I only have uh, one or two emails that I use to communicate for the show, and that is going to be primarily redpill78 at protonmail.com. The name of the account that is trying to scam people is called Red Pill News. Jokes on them, Red Pill News is the name of the show. The channel is redpill78. My name is Zach Payne, and we're here to expose corruption. That's all we do here on this channel. Thank you very much for being with us, everyone. Now, in regards to Tommy Robinson, Tommy had to go back to Europe. He learned very quickly that he could not stay in the UK and he left to go to another country. Now, I'm not going to say it out loud because I don't know that he's publicly telling people and the man's safety is clearly at risk. If you happen to show up to the show on Saturday night when he was supposed to be with us, where we ended up watching the recently released documentary Silenced, it's a great film. I think it really uncovers the the human cost of what they've done to this man. You know, you hear about somebody in the news. You see somebody say, I've been silenced, I've been persecuted. That's one thing. But when you hear a man having an emotional conversation with his children, with his wife, when you understand that his wife had to take his kids and leave so that they could remain safe and he was okay with it, my God, my heart goes out to that man. Anyways. He was very apologetic. It was uh, it was an impossibility for him to be here on the show on Saturday night, and uh, he got it all sorted out. So he is safe. He's in a safe location. And on the 14th of this month, he is going to be joining me here. That is a Friday. That's two Fridays from now, if I'm not mistaken. And I also want to remind everybody that this week is the last week for the old schedule. I am going to be retiring Occam's Razor after this week. So we have two more episodes of Occam's Razor left, and we're going to just switch to a daily 
Red Pill News Live format Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. And then on the weekends, I am now going to be doing Fridays and Saturdays at 9 p.m. I think that that will significantly decrease people's confusion about what time I'm live. I see people all the time. Yeah, hey, I don't I don't know when to catch you, but. It would be one thing if uh, all platforms sent out notifications, but it's just it's not feasible. That's not how it works. Um, so white memes. Yes, I did get my uh, my TikTok banned. Uh, yeah, I had a couple of videos that got like uh, 10,000 or more views. And uh, of course, I was engaging in wrong things. So they took that stuff down. But now I have a secret TikTok. I just I just mentioned it to you in the chat there. So. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're waiting for, is that the legit Raiklin so we can follow on Rumble? So I, I'm, I'm not certain. Uh, I'm not certain. You'd have to send me a link to the account. Um, I, I think that Ivan did recently start an account because I've been kind of coaching him on, uh, what materials to get, what, what supplies, the microphones and all that jazz. Uh, so that very likely could be him. It wouldn't surprise me if it was. Um, and I just want to go on record and say that Raikland Patriot here in the Foxhole chat is also a true patriot as well. He's just taken uh, a cue from Ivan Raikland. He, he appreciates the job that Ivan's doing. So if you can, Esther, send me the link, uh, to Ivan's channel or the, the likely candidate for Ivan's channel and I'll go ahead and check it out. All right, guys, let's get into the News. I have a couple of key things that I wanted to begin with. So let me just push pause on the foxhole there and we'll jump on over to this view right here. So over the weekend, my goodness, last week was busy in Washington, D.C. The Supreme Court landed some incredible decisions doing a lot of things for freedom, liberty, and your personal freedoms here in this nation. And of course, Dems are big mad about it. And I think that this might have something to do with the series of bombings that occurred yesterday. Now, The reason I think it's likely to be a candidate from the left and not a violent white supremacist terrorist is because they haven't announced a person yet. They haven't put his picture up on screen yet. Uh, They haven't given us any information about who this individual is. And they have a picture of him. They also have a picture of his uh, his Honda with his license plate. It looks to me like it's a Maryland license plate. So probably a spook, if you ask me. But we had three businesses in northeast Washington, D.C. that got bombed yesterday morning. Now, uh, the Metropolitan Police Department responded, and within the space of about 15 minutes, between 4.30 a.m. and 4.45 a.m., there was a Truist Bank ATM, there was a Nike store, uh, and then also a Safeway was firebombed. So we had two bombs and then, like, one Molotov cocktail type thing. Now, of course, because it was early in the morning, there were no injuries. Uh, the establishments were all closed. Nobody was going to be there that early. And it was also a Sunday. If I had to guess, uh, it was probably <clears throat> planned for maximum impact in terms of uh, psychological damage, but not necessarily designed uh, for physical damage. Obviously, with the timing, they were just expecting for nobody to be there. So the one good thing is that uh, the cops in D.C. are anxious to get their hands on this person, apparently, and they are offering a hefty reward, 20,000 shekels, if you can give the D.C. police or the ATF 
any information on those bombings. ATF also lost big this weekend in court, too. Pretty stoked about that. So somebody who lives in the area, uh, they actually heard the explosions go off and they, they posted pictures online of the police response. They said on their social media account, loud explosion noise here at 4.30 a.m. at Rhode Island Row and Avenue Metro Stop. Truist Bank glass is shattered and a fireman there says it was an incident at the bank and now the cops are blocking the street. So here, pardon me, here is that image, uh, as you can see on screen. Let me just make it a little bit larger for you guys. Obviously, they're not playing around. This is Washington, D.C. An explosion goes off in Washington, D.C., and they've got to find if they've got a Trump voter anywhere near the vicinity so they can immediately put his picture on the news and blame it on him. So the explosion sound was connected to individuals trying to break into the front door of the bank to get the ATM. That sounds like a bit of a a coping mechanism right there, as far as I'm concerned, because if they just wanted the ATM, why would they also attempt to blow up these other businesses? It sounds more likely to me that it is some sort of a violent, radical left-wing attack uh, designed to strike fear in the hearts of D.C. residents so that, uh, you know, they can take advantage of that situation. Here is some pictures of the Truist Bank the next morning. And let's also be really honest, too. If it was the ATM they wanted, why didn't they just go for the ATM on the outside? And if they were going to blow up this door and window right here to get that ATM, why would they not follow through with it? Something does not pass the smell test as far as I'm concerned. Now, in regards to the description of the individual suspects and vehicle. Now, that's an interesting thing they do there. There is an S on the end. That means that there is suspects, plural, not just a single person. We only have a picture of one person, though. This has been sought in the destruction of property offenses in the district on Sunday. Detectives for the MPD's Criminal Investigation Division and agents from the ATF uh, and the Explosives Washington Field Division seek the public's assistance in identifying suspects in a vehicle in reference to destruction of property. See, this also leads me to believe that perhaps these people are of a melanated variety because they're describing it as destruction of property and not some type of overt terrorist attack. I'm going to feel comfortable jumping straight to that, but approximately 4.30 a.m., the detonation of an explosive device on the sidewalk outside of the ATM at the Truist Bank at 2300 block of Washington Place. Now, I haven't had a time uh, to actually look this up on a map and see what's around there, but that's something to uh, certainly consider if you're doing a dive on this. And then six minutes later, the suspect do- detonated an explosive device on the sidewalk in front of the Nike store. Now, you know, I hate to profile, but I mean, this also leads me to believe that it's a young person, certainly a person who is affiliated with street culture, because not only are they trying to blow up an ATM, they're also trying to blow up a Nike store. And uh, we saw that Nike was hit hard anytime there's a riot, you know, and people come in and they steal all the shoes they can. I mean, a lot of those things are worth a lot of money. You put those things on eBay and you're going to be getting handsomely paid. And then at 4.45 a.m., so six minutes later, and then nine 
minutes later, they throw a Molotov cocktail-style object at the Safeway store located in the 300 block of 40th Street, which is northeast, and then they fled in a vehicle. Now, there was some damage at the Safeway, but obviously it's a lot less damage than what we had in the uh, actual explosions. Now, the reason, finally, I believe it to be a leftist is that last piece of information. They tell us that it was a Molotov cocktail. I mean, that is the uh, the favored firebomb of choice for these radical leftists. And in each of these offenses, they claim, it appears the suspect targeted commercial establishments. They hate capitalism, obviously, and it does not appear the suspect was targeting any members of the public. These establishments were closed at the time. No injuries reported. Anyone who may have information, give them a call. The MPD is currently offering the reward. So here is an update. We have uh, suspect photos. We have a photo of their vehicle. Here you can see clearly this guy is not too smart. He's wearing Crocs and uh, that is not going to give him the friction that he needs if he has to run very quickly from the police. Now, based upon his frame, we don't see any uh specific identifying characteristics. He appears to be a man. He appears to be lanky. But let's be honest, in today's world, and especially in Washington, D.C., under the control of radical left Democrats, this individual could just as easily be a biological woman. I see a lot of biological women with uh, broad shoulders and narrow hips nowadays. So anyways, you know, I said this was a Honda earlier, but the more I look at it, it looks like well, no. I mean, Honda and Acura are they're created by the same company. They have different badges. So, I, I you know I'm looking at this and and the it's a, it looks like an Acura TL to me, but that looks like a Honda logo. And those lights um, are familiar from me looking at Acuras. So I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. It could be a Honda. Could be an Acura. More than likely, it's a Honda. Let's see. Did they actually describe it? Yes. Uh, it's a, oh no, it is an Acura TL with a Maryland plate, 17971CK. Now, of course, Washington, D.C. is one of the most surveilled cities on planet Earth. If these are the only photographs that they have of these guilty individuals who set off these firebombs, um, I, I just, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And that's, again, what leads me to believe that these people may be uh, of, uh, of a melanated persuasion. Because, of course, in today's crazy world, if you accuse a person of color of committing a crime, even if they've actually done it, then you yourself can be branded a racist and uh, it can be used as proof of the inherently unjust and racist system that we find ourselves living in. So, of course, more information is going to come out about this, but... If this was a white person, just tell me, guys, tell me what you think. If this was the white person, don't you think they would have already had their picture on screen? It's a Maryland plate, 179-715-71CK. All they got to do is look this person up. I know it was a Sunday, but come on. I mean, somebody's got access to the DMV records. They should already know who this person is. They should already have them in custody. Uh, You know, watch it be some wayward youth that they give some excuse for. The kid's actually going to get a medal or something, or he's going to get a grant from an NGO and uh, he'll end up going to college for like gender studies or something like that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I I just I don't buy anything that they're telling us uh, at this point. Um, Real quick, Rise Attire says, I actually started a Rise TikTok the other day to promote Red Pill. Give me a follow, too, if you're on it at Rise Attire. I will definitely follow you, Rise Attire. Cherokee says there's a new fourth PSYOP video on Instagram. 
Is there really? Cherokee, if you wouldn't mind sending that to me, I'm not following the uh, the 4th PSYOP division on Instagram. I would definitely want to check that out, though. Send me an email, redpill78 at protonmail.com. Mm. Oh, gosh, I am parched today, guys, and the sun is just coming straight in. Babe, if you can hear me, can you please come in and close these blinds? It's starting to get very, very hot in here. All right, so I mentioned that we had big week last week in the Supreme Court of the United States. And as a result, AOC and the radical left Democrats are big mad about it. Uh, She says that uh, we may be needing to impeach the Supreme Court justices. Their power must be checked unrestrained. Joe Biden called this court not normal. He said that this was not a normal decision. Well, I mean, they're keeping in tune with the uh, language and the intentions of our pre-existing legal framework. It's seems to me like they're directly in line with the way the Supreme Court has acted in the past. Of course, anytime the Supreme Court finds against one of the uh, pet projects of people on the left, you know, they have to complain and say that there is, you know, this inherent bias and we need to pack the Supreme Court. Uh, This is a dangerous authoritarian expansion of power. Those are words that came directly out of Alexandria Occasional Cortex's mouth. And she is dripping, dripping in irony and hypocrisy when she says that, because when she describes the Supreme Court of the United States as a dangerous authoritarian expansion of power, uh, she fails to recognize everything that the current administration has done since the moment they set foot in Washington, D.C. And even more than that, the United States government has been gradually increasing this dangerous authoritarian expansion of power by whittling away at our rights. And as far as I'm concerned, what we're seeing in the Supreme Court, what we're seeing in the Fifth Circuit, we are simply one step away from having all of those rights completely stripped away from us. The courts, even though they failed us in the past, the courts are the only thing standing between us and total tyranny, that dangerous authoritarian expansion of the federal government. We need to rein in their powers even more. So what was it that really upset her? Well, it was the end of Biden's student loan bailout. I know uh, everybody here is going to be happy that they're no longer going to be able to go forward with that. It would have benefited some really incredibly wealthy people, and it would have uh, it would have tainted everybody else who decided that either they didn't want to take loans or they weren't going to go to school because they didn't want to have the, uh, the 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 issue with loans in the future. You know, I got to be honest. I mean, like I enjoyed my time in college, but at this point. I feel so stupid for having gone there because I don't have anything to show for it. All I have is a huge bill that I have to pay every month. And uh, you may remember that there was somebody who used to watch my show and was so upset at the idea that I might be a recipient of the bailout on the student loans that they quit watching the show and they turned their back on me forever. Well, little did they know at the time that in order to get the student loan bailout, you had to go through a whole application process. And obviously... 
I wasn't going to go ahead and do that. So that was win number one. And then, of course, we had win number two with the banning of affirmative action at colleges. And they also ruled in favor of a Christian web designer who didn't want to be forced to create LGBTQ websites. Uh, as a business owner, what did we what did the left tell us for years? You know that, oh, you know, hey, this is capitalism. Uh, th- this is a business. We have the right to refuse anybody. This is a platform. We have the right to deplatform anybody. And it's all fine and good until they start getting deplatformed, until they start being told that people don't want to do business with them. It's only fair when it's us getting the short end of the stick, when we're the ones falling in the pit <laughs> with uh, sharpened pine branches uh, dipped in human feces, then it's totally fine, okay? But as soon as it happens to them, uh, obviously it's a, a gigantic problem. Doug Simey, thank you very much for that can, and then who cares? High five, brother. He says, uh, high five to me and RPG. 100 degrees here today, other coast. Uh, AC can't keep up. Man, it is, it's hot today here as well. I was just thinking the other day, you know what, guys? I, I learned an interesting factoid. I, I will tell you that factoid when I get to the end of the story, but I think it's important. I don't want to lose my train of thought here. But anyways, so, uh, you know, add that up with Roe versus Wade, uh, add that up with possible decisions coming on the overreach of the ATF and, and of course, uh, freedoms in terms of the Second Amendment. Uh, issues with reciprocity from state to state. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. The, the court is looking pretty good right now. And the liberal justices are clearly in the minority, as they should be, because they are the minority of the country. So Alexandria Occasional Cortex calls this a dangerous authoritarian expansion of power, saying that the Supreme Court justices need to have a check on their power. You know what we have in this country is a series of checks and balances that people People like you, AOC, have shit all over in recent years who have decided that you have the unilateral authority to just do whatever you want, claim whatever you want, decree, proclaim, whatever it might be. If you say it, AOC, then it must be so. It has to be true. Well, here's the thing. The Supreme Court exists for the very reason that we just received these decisions. This was something that was already attempted to be adjudicated in the Congress through laws. Uh, Of course, we had executive actions. The Supreme Court of the United States is the ultimate decision-making authority when it comes down to matters of legal precedent. And they know exactly what they're talking about. Maybe Katanji Brown Jackson doesn't know what she's talking about. I mean, she could barely define what a woman was. In fact, I think she wasn't able to define at all what a woman was. But AOC, you are the thing that is the dangerous authoritarian expansion of power. So she continued on and said, if Chief Justice Roberts will not come before Congress for an investigation voluntarily, I believe that we should be considering subpoenas. We should pass much more binding and stringent ethics guidelines where we see members of the Supreme Court potentially breaking the law. Where? Where is the law being broken? It's not being broken at all. Remember, this is a capitalist society. People don't have to do business with people that they don't want to. As we saw in the refusal with Clarence Thomas to recuse himself from cases implicating his wife on January 6th, there also must be impeachment on the table. It sounds to me like AOC is attempting to threaten and intimidate the Supreme Court of the United States of America. This is a shocking, shocking development. Let's take a listen. Because uh, I just want you all to remember that 
at least you're smarter than AOC. If they were to proceed without any check on their power, without any balance on their power, uh, then people start to see undemocratic. That's a shame. I'm not hearing anything. Hold on just a second, guys. I need to reset my board. So give me just a moment. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. You guys should be able to hear me now. And, oh my gosh, my mom says, please, if you have any prayers to spare, I just found out my friend Bobby is in the hospital. He's my only local male friend in the area who is a patriot that I can talk to. Oh, mom, mom, okay, I'm so sorry, mom. Yes, we will definitely be praying for Bobby. All right, now everything is working fine. Excellent. Let me go ahead and take you to the uh, absence of intelligence. Courts, if they were to proceed without any check on their power, without any balance on their power, uh, then we will start to see an undemocratic and, frankly, dangerous authoritarian expansion of power in the Supreme Court, which is what we are seeing now, from the overturning of abortion rights to the ruling that discrimination and, frankly, stripping the full personhood and dignity of LGBTQ people uh, in the United States. This is, these are the types of rulings that signal a dangerous creep towards authoritarianism and centralization of power in the court. In fact, we have members of the court themselves, with Justice Elena Kagan, saying that the court is beginning to assume the power of a legislature. Congress and will- right now, whether it is expansion of the court. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just yes. want to, how, how do you do that? How do you, are you proposing a well, law? Yeah, separation of uh, branches of government. That's why the Supreme Court is a lifetime appointment. That's why they don't get elected. That's why they are the ultimate authority, because they are supposed to be beyond reproach. You know, the appointment that Joe Biden made of Ketanji Brown Jackson was a black eye on the history of the Supreme Court. It was like taking a bag of dog shit in paper, dropping it off on the Supreme Court's uh, doorstep, and then setting it on fire. Backdoor Biden says, Pilled has changed a lot since I used it right after it was created. I went over there to support the site, but I could not make heads or tails of what's going on. Well, I'm glad that you're here on at least one of the platforms, but I sincerely suggest that you just head on over to Pilled.net and uh, and give it a few minutes. Look at it first on a desktop. Uh, you have a, a number of different views that you can open up. You have a different ways that you can kind of, uh, uh, I guess, streamline the information that gets sent to you. Obviously, the notifications are great, and it, it's uh, it's a great place to support the show if you're able to. So check it out and uh, let me know what you think. Yeah, that is the job of the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court. It's not like the 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 second in command court. It is the ultimate authority of the United States of the legal jurisdiction of the United States. 
or a bill? I, I, there's several ways. First, we have a Senate Judiciary Committee that is beginning the process of investigating the entanglements and conflicts of interest. Just one to two weeks before the student loan ruling, the country learned that Justice Samuel Alito was accepting gifts from billionaires who were lobbying against Supreme Court uh, forgive or that were lobbying before the Supreme Court against. That's an obfuscation. And uh, she is trying to draw this false equivalency. She She's talking about a very small monetary reward in the form of like, I want to see tickets to the theater or something like that. Uh, certainly, Justice Samuel Alito was not deciding on the constitutionality of Joe Biden unilaterally wiping out debt based upon the fact that he got tickets to go to the opera. That's patently absurd. AOC, what I would like to see personally, but I know that Congress is not going to investigate itself because why the hell would they? They will never investigate themselves because they never want to investigate themselves. They always want to have the benefit of doing whatever it is they want at any time. I want to see investigations of congressmen, members of the House, members of the Senate, insider trading. You know, God, I wish I had money to play in the market because I would follow the Nancy Pelosi stock tracker. I would buy whatever she buys and I would probably be very, very wealthy. I could run for office myself. But... Unfortunately, that's just not the way things work. For people out there who do follow the Nancy Pelosi stock tracker, I'd like to hear about your success. Anyways, uh, I think that AOC and her comrades in Washington, D.C., they're the ones who need to get investigated. Uh, and uh, talking about uh, uh, Ginny Thomas, Clarence Thomas's wife, she's there's no court cases involving her in January 6th. Like, just because somebody was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th does not, like, negate their ability to do their job or anything else. AOC is a simpleton. And I'm going to stop with my coverage of her right there. Let me real quickly, guys, mention that the second half of the program is also brought to us by my friends here at Virtual Shield. VirtualShield.com. Where the heck is it? VirtualShield.com forward slash Red Pill 78. When you head on over there, you can take a uh, private tour of Virtual Shield 1 because right now there are uh, attacks taking place in the United States. Your personal data is being exposed. Global cyber attacks are happening in both the United States, abroad, private companies. It's happening all over the place. This could be Russians. It could be Chinese. But basically, your information is at risk, which is why I recommend the sponsor of this program, Virtual Shield 1. It helps to protect your data from cyber attacks and it also has a privacy protection suite that will go out and sweep the internet and the dark web looking to protect your identity. It does a comprehensive search to make sure that your identity is safe. It has the Virtual Shield VPN, uh, checks for social security protection, dark web monitoring. It also checks on malware and ad blocking on your computer or any device that you're using it on and you don't have any limits on how many devices you can use it on. You get one account, your entire family is able to use that on every single thing they have. So sign up for Virtual Shield 1 by using the link in the description of this video, virtualshield.com forward slash redpill78. Go check it out. And when you support my sponsors, of course, you support this channel. Let me say thank you very much to Freight Awakening. 
Didn't she get free tickets to that $30,000 a plate gala? What a hypocrite. Yes, that's the thing. This is the order of the day, Fredo, when it comes to the Democrats. It's hypocrisy. It is. It should be a picture of them in the dictionary next to the word hypocrisy. Salty Zero, whenever AOC sees Joe's fake numbers go up, she pole dances. AOC got a $10 million deal, 207 Anon says. And Surter says AOC is the poster child of shit for brains and diarrhea of the mouth. You are absolutely right. All right. So something interesting happened in D.C. this weekend, on top of the explosions that took place, this actually broke before the news of the explosions came out. But check this out. Um, I have one question for you. Where was Hunter Biden this weekend? Um, because it looks like there was a D.C. fire hazmat crew that found cocaine hydrochloride near the White House. I don't think it takes a genius or a leap of logic to ask the question, where is Hunter Biden? Was he at the White House this weekend? And why in the hell is there enough cocaine present at the White House for the hazmats to get called in? And how did they figure out that it was cocaine? Uh, Did they come there expecting it to be something else? Did they think that it was some other type of white powdery substance? What form was it in? Uh, Was it inside of a baggie? Was it inside of an envelope? Was it inside of a cellophane from a pack of cigarettes? So they these hazmat crews were spotted outside the gate of the West Wing after they received tips of a suspicious substance being found. I find it doubtful that cocaine would just be scattered around the White House lawn. It must have been packaged in something. And it sounds like somebody who visited the White House dropped this baggie of cocaine. So they ended up testing it. They found that it was positive for cocaine. And of course, cocaine hydrochloride is a local anesthetic that's used by doctors. But why would this be found near the White House at Lafayette Park? I don't know. A lot of people inquiring minds want to know. Uh, It doesn't make much sense. Here is uh, the actual audio from the 911 call. This is, I'm sorry, this is the police dispatch. We have a yellow bar stating cocaine, hydrochloride, staff number 53-21-4. Cocaine hydrochloride just chilling, just chilling at the White House. Totally normal, ongoing hazmat investigation to get rid of the cocaine that they just found at the White House. Well, Hunter Biden... Hunter Biden being a uh, prolific user of cocaine, uh, being a lover of uh, adventure and hookers, it makes uh, pretty good sense that it was probably Hunter Biden that left that cocaine there. Now, you guys have heard the, the song by Sammy Hagar, I Can't Drive 55. Well, Hunter Biden has his own song, and it's called I Can't Drive 155, because Marco Polo just released some brand new spanking images that we haven't seen yet, which appear to show Hunter Biden driving through Virginia, a residential neighborhood in Virginia, holding what appears to be a crack pipe. I can confirm for you that is definitely a crack pipe. So he was driving around a residential neighborhood in Virginia, probably visiting his friends in Spook Alley, smoking crack cocaine. Marco Polo, my friend Garrett Ziegler, is the one who posted these images. Uh, you also have additional photos of him 
apparently driving to Las Vegas with hookers, smoking crack, and driving 172 miles an hour. I don't know what kind of uh, car this is. Oh, it's a Porsche 911. So he's also an aficionado of fine European automobiles. I guess I could uh, I could have guessed that one as well. So we actually also have dates on these photographs. June 12th, 2018, Hunter Biden smoking crack in a residential neighborhood in Arlington, Virginia. And then two months later, less than two months later, August 1st, he is taking pictures of himself driving at ridiculous speeds, going down the highway through Las Vegas uh, on his way to party with prostitutes. Now, I can only guess that there must have been other pictures, perhaps showing that these prostitutes were there partaking in the uh, the crack smoking with him. That's a a nice Porsche. That's a very nice Porsche, Hunter. Um, (laughs) But Hunter Biden is the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, this man cannot get away from this stuff. Every time I think that uh, Garrett and the people at Marco Polo have, you know, done their worst to Hunter Biden, we just we find something else out. Uh, again, can you can you imagine? It's are you sure it's kilometers per hour? Hold on, it, because I know it's I know it's a European car, but when European cars are are sold here, they're sold with mile per hour on the speedometer. I, I believe me, I, I'm 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 100 certain on that. Hang on, let me re- reopen last closed window. Let's take a look. Nope, it's definitely miles per hour, guys. That's miles per hour. Yeah, if that was a K, then it would be a little bit different down there. So also in the article, it specifies miles per hour. Yeah. 172 miles per hour. So hopefully, you know, draw your own conclusions about what's going on there. But uh, 172 miles per hour. That is very fast. I don't think that my car goes that fast. I I don't know, though. I've never I would never try to go that fast. That's just insane. I'll tell you what else I would never do. I would never have a child out of wedlock with a stripper that I met while smoking crack in Arkansas. But that's exactly what Hunter Biden did. And of course, he's been in this ongoing battle uh, trying to get rid of the memory of Navy Joan London Roberts, uh, whoever it might be. Yeah, it seems he was in a hurry. Maybe he needed to pick up some more crack or he had to find a bathroom. Uh, what color was the car? Guessing it's not yellow. No, it's definitely silver. Definitely silver. Yeah, you know, let me be let me be really honest with you. You see some jackass online posting a video of themselves going 172 miles an hour. If you're anybody but Hunter Biden or perhaps some other uh, shills who uh, who would engage in behavior like that. If you're anybody other than Hunter Biden or somebody, you know, who would do this and not get busted, you know, you would be getting tracked down by the police. There have been instances of the police in numerous jurisdictions going on somebody's social media, taking the evidence of them doing something stupid, like going way over the speed limit, and they come to their home and they arrest them. Now, Hunter Biden, of course, nothing's going to happen to him because he's the son of the resident in chief. And when he has a child out of wedlock that he doesn't want to pay for or acknowledge, you know, daddy calls up the uh, people at the White House and says, you ignore Navy Joan London Roberts, when you give the count of my grandchildren, this child is not a Biden. We will not treat her like a Biden. She is trash. She was born to a stripper in Arkansas. And of course, you know, the Bidens, well, they would never get caught dead doing something like that. Mm. Well, Salty Zero, you can claim that. But if the photo or video that you take has your metadata 
included in there, then they can prove exactly where you were. They can prove that, you know, he was in Las Vegas. There might have even been additional pictures which showed like a sign that he's driving towards Las Vegas. Who knows? I don't know. Don't be stupid, though. Don't be a Hunter Biden. Anyways, President Joe Biden, he doesn't want anybody to know that he has this child, that's this granddaughter uh, that uh, that that was born to um, a stripper in Arkansas. He doesn't want anybody to know about it. Uh, and apparently Hunter is going to be using the proceeds from his um, money laundering. I mean, art trade uh, to pay off London Roberts. So that his child, which he doesn't want to acknowledge and will not allow to use the Biden name, uh, is able to just, you know, stay as quiet as possible and just in the background. Joe Biden has yet to meet his grandchild and the White House is not allowed to talk about her. Aides have been told that Biden's have six, not seven grandchildren. So let's just continue to remind Joe Biden and the rest of America that they have seven grandchildren. Uh, Navy Roberts. Navy Roberts is the seventh, seventh grandchild. People who make vids about driving fast are very low IQ. Now, I will say this. You guys ever uh, track the cannonball run? If you are driving in the cannonball run, uh, chances are you're a professional driver, okay? And you have souped up your car to handle the necessary speeds and handling that are required to make it to the end of the cannonball run and, of course, uh, you know, do it safely. Those I, I can get down with. I can understand that. Um, and, you know, there's an element of, I guess, excitement involved there. But Hunter Biden, he knows he'll never get in trouble. As Hunter Biden knows, he can post whatever the hell he wants and they'll never come after him. But that may be changing. There may be a new aroma in town, you know? I mean, we have a little bit, little bit of movement with these charges against Hunter, the guilty pleas that he's taken. Um, there are ongoing investigations going on. And, of course, we have the whistleblower who came forward to say that Merrick Garland interfered in the Hunter Biden investigation. Now, ABC News is confronting people about this, Uh Confronting Democrat Representative Ro Khanna. Now, Ro Khanna is probably the Democrat most likely to tell the truth about the Bidens. But let's go ahead and take a listen to what Ro had to say when confronted about this on ABC News. I'll ask you about the, the latest developments in the Hunter Biden case. Uh, as you know, uh, the... Uh uh, the, the House has Republicans in the House have released testimony of, of this uh, IRS whistleblower uh, suggesting saying that he's got uh, evidence uh, that, in fact, the contention that uh, the decisions are being made by the U.S. was being made by the U.S. attorney uh, in Delaware and not by the attorney general is not true, that ultimately uh, it was the attorney general. Uh, uh, the just main justice deciding this uh, with that. Are you concerned about what, what, what's coming out of this case? John, no. I mean, let's just review the facts here. You had President Trump appoint a U.S. attorney in Delaware. and Okay, first of all, every time somebody says you had President Trump appointed him, therefore, therefore, if he was going to do something to hurt Hunter Biden, well, then he would have already done it. That's garbage, and he knows it. That's garbage, and every Democrat, every parent's that talking point knows it, because U.S. attorneys... 
at the Justice Department are supposed to be impartial. They are supposed to be blind. It's supposed to be the scales of justice, not the, uh, you know, the, the rigged, <laughs> the rigged game of justice. But it is rigged. We know it's rigged. And the reason that David Weiss didn't go after Hunter Biden anymore is because just as he said, Merrick Garland said, don't do it. Don't do it. Just because Joe Biden hires somebody and they will do whatever he says doesn't mean that people were doing that for Donald Trump. They never did. Never did. President Biden had the ability to fire that U.S. attorney if he wanted, as is customary. The new president comes in, they remove all the U.S. attorneys. President Biden didn't fire the U.S. attorney. He had his past opponents. Of course, he didn't fire the U.S. attorney that was investigating the crimes of his son. It would have been a terrible look. As dumb, as old, as senile as Joe Biden is, he has handlers who understand how this game is played. Ro Khanna, Ro Khanna, I feel just a little bit patronized by your attitude, by the words coming out of your mouth. Do not take for granted the intelligence of the American people. We see what you're doing. We see what the Bidens are doing. Of course, Joe Biden didn't fire the man looking into the crimes of his kid. He knew he could control the investigation from the top down. Pointy have total power over making a decision but, on but, Hunter but, Biden. But the and but, that US, but sir, the, 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 what the whistleblower is saying is that Weiss, who was appointed by Trump, said that he was not the deciding official on this case. If that turns out to be true, doesn't that directly contradict what the attorney general has said? But Weiss is not saying that. Isn't this the source Weiss? I mean, if you sure if about Weiss- that, you sure about that, you sure about that? Yeah. Are you, are you sure about that, Ro Khanna? Are you sure about that? Anyways, Ro Khanna has no real answer for that. And luckily, over the weekend, we also heard from David Weiss. And Eliza, we are going to be talking about France in just a moment. I just had a couple of domestic things I wanted to get through first. So David Weiss responded to Jim Jordan, that letter that he wrote, the comments that the whistleblower made. And I think they were kind of revealing. So he responded to the Judiciary Committee to clarify What exactly was meant? What was the intention of the words he used in that June 7th letter discussing his authority to either charge Hunter Biden or not? Now, he signed that letter saying he had been granted ultimate authority. I guess maybe it depends on what the word ultimate actually means or what he intended when he wrote it. So this directly contradicts what the IRS whistleblower heard David Weiss say in a private meeting, in a personal meeting with that prosecutor, he said, I can't I, I can't go after Hunter Biden because Merrick Garland, my boss at the Department of Justice, he won't let me. Mark Lytle is an attorney for Gary Shapley, who is that IRS whistleblower. And he was on uh, Fox News with Martha McCallum. And he said that uh, David Weiss, although he was assigned to this case, uh, he had no power to bring charges against Hunter Biden. Now, David Weiss said to Gary Shapley in this one-on-one meeting that it was Merrick Garland who had insisted that David Weiss had full authority to bring charges against Hunter Biden. So just because Merrick Garland says you have full authority doesn't actually mean that you do have full authority, ultimate authority in practice. Now, in March, Garland testified under oath that it was David Weiss who had the authority. The U.S. attorney in Delaware has been advised that he has full authority 
Trust me. That's what he said. Trust me, David Weiss. Wink, wink. And it uh, it's up to you to bring together cases in other jurisdictions if he feels it's necessary. Weiss said that he tried to go to the U.S. Attorney's Office and they didn't approve it. And he was trying to go with charges elsewhere in California. He was trying to seek special counsel authority that got denied. So it's a shocker to the agents who were present. Now, the question becomes, who is lying? Well, in his response to Jim Jordan, Weiss told Jordan that he's not at liberty to provide materials that Jordan is seeking because the allegations from the whistleblower relate to a criminal investigation that is now being prosecuted in the U.S. District Court for the District of Delaware. However, he did specify that I have been granted ultimate authority over the matter including responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges and for making decisions necessary to preserve the integrity of the prosecution. I stand by what I wrote and wish to expand on what this means. Now, he said that his charging authority, although apparently it's the ultimate authority, it's actually limited to his home district of Delaware. And in order to bring charges in another venue... Well, that would have had to go through the U.S. Attorney's Office for that district. So although he claims to have ultimate authority, although Merrick Garland says he has ultimate authority, when it comes down to it, his authority does not extend beyond his home district of Delaware. So that would mean that in D.C., in California, perhaps in New York, any other state where Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family were in action, David Weiss would have had no power to bring charges against Hunter Biden. So I cannot wait to see David Weiss under oath, in session, in front of the committee, discussing these very matters and letting us know exactly what's going on. All right. So I'm actually not going to go through this 19 point timeline of Joe Biden's uh, family business. We'll save that for the end. And if there is time, we're, we're going to go over it because I just feel like we, we've we've beat that with a, a, a stick. So guess what? You guys remember under President Trump's time in office, he was supposed to have released all of the JFK files. And now that we have a descendant of JFK and RFK running for president on the Democratic side of the ticket, uh, Joe Biden was also scheduled to fully release the remainder of the JFK files. But strangely enough, in the middle of the night, the White House released a clandestine style announcement announcing to the world that they would be maintaining secrecy indefinitely on certain records related to the assassination of former President John F. Kennedy. Wow. I mean, I'm not surprised, but uh, I am shocked to hear it. It is not surprising because the CIA killed John F. Kennedy. The CIA killed RFK. And uh, RFK Jr. has this to say. It's not about conspiracy. It's about transparency. In a midnight Friday night announcement, the White House has delivered the bad news that President Biden will be maintaining secrecy indefinitely, which means forever, on some JFK assassination-related records. Now, The memorandum that was released on Friday night said that in light of the recommendation for continued postponement of public release of information in the records identified in Section 2B of this memorandum under the statutory standard, I hereby certify by the authority vested in me as president of the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America – that continued postponement of public disclosure of that information is necessary to protect against 
identifiable harms to the military defense, intelligence operations, law enforcement, and the conduct of foreign relations that are of such gravity that they outweigh the public interest in disclosure. That is not true. Uh, there is no one who could still possibly be alive from the time of the assassination. The only reason they would have for continuing to cover this up is, is to protect the agency, to protect the Central Intelligence Agency, the institution itself. The institution itself, the deep state itself is what's running Washington, D.C. And although the assassination was over 60 years ago, the only thing that I can think of that would do some harm to us on a global stage or here at home is the revelation that it was our own damn government that murdered the president of the United States and then his brother several years later, not to mention Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and a whole host of other individuals throughout the 1960s. So the assassination was 60 years ago. What national security secrets could possibly be at risk? What are they hiding? The White House announcement is unlawful. In 1992, the JFK Records Act was passed unanimously by Congress with the promise that all assassination-related records would be released no later than October 20. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com www.fighterflare.com
human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. 2017. This promise has broken once again with this midnight announcement. Joe Biden once again protecting the clandestine wing of the Central Intelligence Agency and once again reinforcing what RFK said in this most recent tweet. Public trust in government is at an all-time low. Releasing these records would be a small but significant step forward towards regaining that trust. Hashtag Kennedy 2024. Well, here's the problem, RFK. The government, the Central Intelligence Agency that controls our government and the authoritative uh, uh, despots that are currently running our government, they have zero interest in restoring any kind of trust in the United States government. You see, they have gone so close to authoritarian extremism and the complete wholesale destruction of our rights, the burning of the U.S. Constitution, the actual uh, institution of this great republic. They don't care about making sure we trust them. They care about propagandizing to us and lying to us. They know we're not going to trust them. They know that they've screwed up one too many times. They have murdered one too many people. They have sicked the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigation on the political enemies of the ruling class on just one too many occasions. The mirage of the United States that we thought we lived in has dissipated. We know that the inmates are in charge of the asylum, and that's what we've got to work on here. All right, you guys, we're going to jump now into the France news. France, God, it was a hell of a week in France. We do have some more information. Now, over the weekend on Saturday, I brought you uh, a series of videos uh, of personal accounts from France, what was happening there on the ground. And I gave you a little bit of information about the 17-year-old boy that lost his life. Salty Zero says, Kissinger, oh shit, you're right. Kissinger is still alive. What role did he play during JFK? You're absolutely right. I completely forgot. He's like 100 years old now, isn't he? I mean, the guy should be dead. He's kind of like David Rockefeller. He's probably had uh, 19 young hearts installed in his chest. All right, so what did I tell you Saturday? Um, the young man who was who was shot by police, he was billed as some George Floyd-esque character, uh, an Algerian immigrant looking to make good on the promise of the European Union and the French dream. Vive la France! He wanted to become someone. He wanted to show his family that he could rise above the trappings of the Algerian immigrant plight. And so he got a job. He got a job delivering food for DoorDash. What a plucky young lad. The only problem is that he didn't have a driver's license. He wasn't legally allowed to drive that car. And he was a known gangbanger. Turns out he had a rap sheet as long as my arm. 15 counts on his rap sheet. And he was known to the police for specifically running when they stopped him. So 
as they say in the business, you F around, you find out. Uh, now, that's not going to be enough to stop the people that are out in the streets, because those people that are out in the streets actually doing the, the burning, the looting, the pillaging, the destroying of France, those people don't care who this man was. They care that they can use his death as an excuse to install the Islamic Republic of France, to kill the infidels and to rape the young women and young boys uh, who are not of the Islamic faith. Now, through Saturday, we had continued rioting. Rioting continued yesterday. Uh, there was a, uh, a number of uh, murders that took place uh, as of Tuesday. Uh, two motor. No, this is from the the date of. Uh, I think that is this him. Is this him? I don't know. This is Emmanuel Macron taking a picture with a couple of a uh, couple of uh, I guess street boys. Look at this. The, the the prime minister of France taking a picture with this dude, throwing his middle finger up. And what is this guy? Is this uh, is this a gang sign or <laughs> said something else? I don't know about. I don't know. Anyways. So unrest continues. Uh, there was specific attacks that took place. This was probably one of the the attacks that that hit home the most because it started out in the 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 metropolitan areas of uh, of Paris, and then it very quickly spread out to all of the surrounding suburbs. The riots continued and ended up at the doorstep of a mayor, uh, Mayor Vincent Jean Brun, in a Paris suburb called. La Haye La Roses. It's a bedroom community of 31,000 people. You can see that it's very quaint. It looks like these buildings have been there for quite some time. Well, uh, he was at a town hall meeting, uh, as he had been for the previous three nights. He had to leave his wife and his two children at home. And while he was gone, rioters went to his home around 1.30 in the morning, smashed down the gates of his uh, his little cottage there, set his vehicle on fire. Then they set the house on fire. They set garbage cans on fire and they shot fireworks at the house. Sounds to me like this was an attempted assassination on the wife and children of the murdered. The the wife, she she had to flee the home while it was being burned down and attacked. She took her children with her, threw them over the wall into the neighbor's yard. They actually were injured in the process of doing that. Can you imagine the the fear running through the mind of a, of a young mother in this position? The wife and the children were hospitalized with bone fractures, and the kids, needless to say, are traumatized. Probably PTSD for life. Salty Zero says, pretty obvious these riots are coordinated and funded. They literally have RPGs. Yeah, there is certainly... An air of coordination happening here, and uh, that is, it, it, it extends out to the mainstream media. It extends into certain, probably government offices, but non-governmental organizations uh, such as the ones that George Soros funds. I would say those probably have the, uh, the the greatest impact on all of this. Now, there are some weapons that have been seized as a result of police stations uh, being overthrown. But I don't know that uh, I don't know that the local cops in France are going to have uh, RPGs just hanging out in the back. Uh, that I don't know about that. Mm. <clears throat> so, according to public prosecutor Stéphane Hardouin, the attackers probably intended to burn down the house. Wow, it takes a real intelligent mind to figure that one out. Initial findings lead us to believe that the vehicle was launched to burn down the bungalow. Oh, gosh. 
They set a car on fire. They propelled it towards the home. That's probably how they broke down the gate. Uh, and they doused it in accelerant. That's right. They they set it on fire, and then they used it to break the house. Um, the mayor, Jean Brun, called it an incredibly cowardly assassination attempt, a milestone in horror and disgrace. My determination to serve and protect my country is greater than ever. I will never back down. The worst rioting took place in the Mediterranean port city of Mar- and there were 719 arrests on Saturday night, 994 on Friday night, and 1,311 on Thursday night. Of those three nights, 45 police officers were injured on Saturday and 515 in the preceding week before that. 577 vehicles were torched. 74 buildings were set on fire. 871 fires were set in the streets. Look at this. Here is a video of French commandos rolling in to try to mitigate the horror. Well, that's fine and good, but I want to see people getting taken down. I'll be really honest with you. I am sick and tired of seeing these people destroy civilized nations, whether it's here in America or it's over there in France. You know, I mean, isn't don't they say like France is like the birthplace of democracy or something like that? Well, they're not doing too good right now. It's a real shame. It's a real shame. Here uh, is a video I actually showed you on Saturday night. This is a French policeman. Oh, no, this is a different one. French policeman arresting immigrant rioters. I actually showed you a video of French policemen arresting native French protesters. Very different, very different flavor here. <laughs> Well, it doesn't really look like he's arresting them. Looks like he's just kind of having a heated conversation with them. Um, I also mentioned a video uh, that I had found that was deleted of vehicles being pushed out of a parking ramp. Turns out that was a scene from Fast and Furious 8. That's why it was removed. Okay. Um, But uh, the police are moving in. All right. So it looks like I am... Back online, you guys, can you uh, confirm for me in the chat that you can see and hear me? Because uh, it said that my internet disconnected for a second, so I just uh, stopped and didn't want you to five by five. Excellent. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So let's talk about like the real toll here, you know. Um, You know, the first thing that dies in something like this is the freedom of the people who are responsible. Uh, In the terror that was taking place over the weekend, apparently Emmanuel Macron 
shut down the Internet so that people could not share these images and videos or reports of what was happening in their neighborhoods to the media or to social media. We had an announcement from the Minister of the Interior of France yesterday saying that the country was planning to restrict Internet access in certain neighborhoods as the violence continues across the country. Now, if those are neighborhoods that are predominantly overrun by these violent Islamic extremists and they're using the Internet to perhaps plan these violent attacks on peace-loving French people, uh, then I can perhaps uh, understand how that would be justified. But from what I understand, this kind of happened unilaterally across the board. Uh, there was a point at which yesterday I stopped seeing a uh, the, the same number of reports coming in about what was happening. So uh, here is the actual press release from the National Police. The Ministry of the Interior would like to inform the population of the exceptional measures put in place to ensure public security and tranquility in the context of the recent riots. As part of the commitment to maintain order and stability in the affected areas, additional measures have been decided to prevent any form of violence and disturbance. From July 3rd and for a fixed period, but no mention of what that period might be, temporary restrictions will be applied to internet access in certain specific neighborhoods during night hours. These restrictions aim to prevent the misuse of social media and online platforms to coordinate illegal actions and incite violence. It is important to note that these restrictions are not put in place to restrict the fundamental freedoms of citizens, although by their very nature, they obviously will, but rather in order to preserve their safety as well as that of their property. Well, you know, what happens if somebody, a group of these crazies show up in your neighborhood, they set your home, they set your car on fire, and you're unable to contact anybody because they shut down the lines of communication. Well, in that case, uh, I sure hope that you have some weapons. Uh, Do they have guns in France, guys? I, I, I don't I feel like they don't. I feel like they don't have guns. Um, maybe they have some rifles and stuff like that. But in addition, we would like to reassure the population that the telephone services, which make it possible to reach loved ones or contact medical teams if necessary, will operate normally. Well, that's good. Uh, that's good. Definitely. Mobile and landline operators will continue to operate their service without interruption to ensure the availability of essential communications at all times. Yes, they took their guns. No, no guns. Yep. So, I mean, th- th- that's the, the first step. That's the first step in ensuring that you will uh, concede. You'll, you'll just go along with whatever it is that they want. This is why the United States has remained at the height of global supremacy for so many years is because not only do we have the, the best and brightest, I mean, but we have our Second Amendment. And so we keep the government honest. They are getting closer and closer to removing that uh, honesty, that particular check and balance. Now, Marine Le Pen, often referred to as a far-right national leader uh, in France, uh, truthfully, probably should be the, uh, the, the prime minister right now, or president, or whatever it is, whatever Macron is. is I think he's a prime minister. I'm not exactly sure what, what his title is, but Marine Le Pen spoke out. She, she put her own information out there. Uh, and uh, she addressed the nation as people were looking for leadership, because as I showed you on Saturday, Macron wasn't there. Macron wasn't providing leadership. Macron was at an Elton John concert or something like that. So what did Le Pen say? Well, for several days, a state of endemic disorder, violence and destruction has been established in the country, the images and echoes of which are chillingly brutal. 
She painted a sobering picture of a nation in turmoil, referencing attacks on people and property, assaults on police officers and firefighters, the ransacking of town halls, school fires, and the looting of shops. Le Pen held no punches in her criticisms of what she termed politicized politicians or unions, whom she accused of morally exonerating the criminal acts, spiraling the country into chaos. In a pointed message, she stated that these actors will carry an indelible responsibility before the nation and history, even as they fall victim to the violence they have fostered. F around, find out. Now, turning her attention to the citizens of France, she issued a stark warning against anti-Republican and extremist forces that she has been warning the French people about for some time, talking about how the nation is moving towards chaos and disorder. This is not a new problem in France. This is not a new problem in Europe. This is something that anybody with half a brain could have foreseen coming. But she lamented the pervasive violence that has now infected municipalities of all sizes and has even reached the heart of Paris. I call on all citizens to distrust these anti-Republican and extremist forces, which, through their indirect calls for secession and their connivance with violence, are leading the country down terrible paths of disorder. This recurrent violence for years, this is not a new problem, is now at unprecedented levels and now affects all types of municipalities from the smallest to the center of large cities, including the heart of the capital. Uh, Le Pen said that the state of affairs should serve as a wake-up call to the leaders of France. Certainly, it already has been to the people of France. She accuses the leaders of this nation of being intoxicated by power and ideological constructions, particularly in the fields of immigration and judicial laxity. They don't punish crimes in the way that they used to and probably the way that they should. They also invented uh, guillotines in France. You know, why aren't they using those? She said our country is entering a period of uncertainty and concern. As head of the first opposition force, I intend to stick to our line of conduct of not doing anything that could prevent or hinder the action of the legitimate authorities responsible for public order. I give my full support to all the security forces deployed to put an end to these riots. I call for the cessation of violence. He argued that the immediate solution to the destructive rage engulfing the country is a return to Republican order through sectoral curfews. And if the situation worsens, the declaration of a state of emergency. I can't believe they haven't declared a state of emergency yet. Finally, Le Pen requested that President Macron convene a meeting with all parties represented in the National Assembly to discuss the grave situation and the initiatives needed to safeguard freedom and public security. I wish that they would uh, talk about the possibility of removing Emmanuel Macron with uh, no confidence vote or something like that. So let's talk about the, uh, the, the full cost of this. A week's worth of rioting, 700 injured cops. Uh, now, the people of France taking to the streets, I will also mention after the public statement by Marine Le Pen, who is a, uh, uh, a a nationalist icon. She loves the country of France, and I think that she would do a much better job leading France than Macron has. Uh, they have uh, talked about 45,000 police and security uh, deployed in France Sunday night as the rioting seemed 
to slowly abate. We also had local patriot militias who were roaming the streets in Lyon and other places. Unfortunately, a 24-year-old firefighter lost his life. He was murdered by these uh, radicals. And a right-wing TV host raised over $1 million for the officer involved in the shooting of that original Algerian immigrant at the start. So French nationalists on the streets of Lyon are ready to defend their city. Hoorah, you love to see it. Let's take a look. Yes. Um, backdoor Biden says, Zach, I was telling a friend of mine the other day about the increase in your insurance and my property taxes since moving to Florida. It's disgusting that you try to escape to Florida, but you get victimized once you get there. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It sucks. Um, you know, and but the you know, the, the, the one like, I guess, shining liner to the whole thing is that it's it's not just me. I know that I'm not being singled out. Unfortunately, it's everybody down here in Florida. The problem is the insurance companies. We pay for insurance so that when we need it, it's there. You know, it's not like they don't have the money. It's not like they are not making profits. They have been making money hand over fist for generations. And now when we have a hurricane, when we have a natural disaster and they have to pay out, they're just going to raise everybody's rates. You know, I I feel like that is uh, that's just unfair on the face of it. So uh, good job to the Patriots of France. 157 arrests were made last night. That's down from the 719 that were made on Saturday. And, of course, I told you about the 994 on Friday and 1,311 on Thursday. This is the 24-year-old firefighter who lost his life, Damien Damelincourt. He died in St. Denis trying to fight a fire of several vehicles in an underground car park. A total of 352 fires were recorded, 297 vehicles were burned, and 34 buildings were set on fire. Three police officers were reported injured. This man was a hero. He was trying to save personal property, save life and limb, and he lost his life doing so. If it wasn't for these radical Islamic extremists, then he would still be alive today. After five nights of riots from the Ministry of Interior, 5,000 vehicles burned, nearly 1,000 damaged vehicle buildings, uh, 250 attacks on police stations, more than 700 police officers injured, and about 3,200 arrests since Tuesday and the riots beginning. Now, the General Inspectorate of the National Police had denied reports that the police officer involved in the fatal shooting of Nahal M. June uh, had threatened to shoot him in the head. He never threatened to shoot him, but, I mean, as he just shot him in the chest. I mean, the guy was driving a car at him. Uh, as claimed by the accomplice, Nahal had an accomplice, and uh, that guy lived, and he ended up saying that the police officer was doing this on purpose. Well, clearly, there was also a third occupant uh, of the car. They had surrendered to police after fleeing to Marseille, and they're now being questioned as a witness. Here is Molotov cocktails thrown at the police hotel by the rebels in France. I wouldn't call them rebels. I would call them terrorists. Merci! 
Backdoor Biden. Thank you again, buddy. He says, Zach, a secret Eden-like place to move is Fairhope, Alabama. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> you guys keep it quiet. Keep it quiet. I hope to move there someday myself. Uh, I have never been there, and I would love to check it out. I'll definitely put it on my list of um, dream places that I'd like to go. So, uh, over a million euro, I guess it would be, have been raised for the police officer who uh, who was forced to shoot this this young thug. Let's go ahead and take a look. Oh, look at that. It's up to 1.3 million euro. That's incredible. So since earlier today, they've raised about 300,000 euro. When they had reported on this initially, 42,220 people. Let's see how many people have donated now. Now we've got 46,100. Wow. Wow. 46,000. So 4,000 more people brought in $300,000. That is absolutely incredible. Um, in St. Etienne, a 79-year-old priest, Father Francis Palais, was attacked by two young men and robbed of his wallet and cell phone on Thursday. He had to be hospitalized with bruises. The diocese denied the connection to the riots or his priesthood since he was not wearing his frock at the time of the attack. So they may not have known that he was a priest, but they probably just saw him as a victim uh, and thought that they would take advantage of the situation. Okay, so here... We have nationalists patrolling Lyon, already getting shot at with tear gas by police. Hey, guys, we're on your side. Does that sound familiar? You know, in a situation like that, how do you identify yourself as a friendly? If everybody's going out with hoodies on... Uh, yeah, I mean, it just, I don't know. It seems like a recipe for disaster. I suppose that they, 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 there may have been a way to, uh, ensure that they were identifying themselves as friendlies, but we also have in Lorien, a group of unknown vigilantes detaining looters and handing them over to the police. Once again, F around, find out. Love it. Wise and man, you know you're never coming back. Let's go, thug. Past the bridge, past the mills, past the stacks. On a gathering storm comes a tall in the humming Raised and directed by his red right hand. Boom. Another group of French nationalists defending businesses and people from rioters. My, my real question for you guys is, what can the American people learn from the French people? The French also invented revolution. Let's remind that. Get him. Get him. Stop him. Is BLM raising money again? Are they actually who who would be dumb enough to donate to Black Lives Matter at this point? I mean, they have proven themselves over and over again to be a front organization, to be a money laundering organization. Uh, This is uh, Mozart Finance. Uh, I'm not quite sure what this is. Uh, Hold on. Let me translate it. 
One, two, three, long live Algeria. Then what the hell are you doing in France? Why did you go to France? Dirk McGurkin says, maybe this was already said, but it looks like they're trying to start a civil war. Hi, my other name is Captain Obvious. I will let myself out. No need to let yourself out. You're welcome to stay. But yeah, you know, I mean, you look at a situation like this and obviously it's, you know, it's one of two things. Either this is uh, a, a structured and uh, an organized effort to cause unrest, probably is, Um but I think we also have an organic response from French citizens who don't like the idea of their country being burned to the ground. And they've been standing by patiently for the last decade or two watching as unrestrained immigration has destroyed their nation every single day, every single year, bit by bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, right now you, you've got two nations in Europe that are really standing in opposition to unrestricted immigration, and that is Poland and Hungary. You take a look at the situation in Poland and Hungary and you compare it to what's happening in France, and it is a wholly different situation. They do not have mass migration there. They're also not allowing George Soros to come in and turn the kids trans. So, uh, they are currently in the European Union, basically the only ones who are standing in the way of allowing the EU to just relocate migrants wherever they please. Uh, once again, take a look at France. You can see exactly what's going on. Here is just a little bit more, a couple more pictures, some burned out buses. I mean, this is, you know, look at this building has collapsed. I mean, we're talking about a lot of damage. France is going to be spending a lot of time over the next couple of years, continuing to put their country back together. Here you go. You have three French citizens, each one a different color to their skin, each one cleaning up. This isn't about race. It doesn't even necessarily have to be about religion at the end of the day. I think people use religion as an excuse so that they can engage in bad behavior. What you have is a country that has allowed itself to slip into lawlessness because of weak-minded leaders, people like Emmanuel Macron. If it wasn't for Emmanuel Macron and the people that came before him, uh, Nicolas Sarkozy allowing this unrestrained in, in, in immigration to just take place uh, to allow all of these people to come in, get benefits, uh, not be forced to, to assimilate themselves into French culture uh, and continue to adhere to the rules of, uh, of jihad. Well, then, you know, it would be a very different situation. Now, this is uh, kind of interesting. And uh, in Moscow, in, in Russia, it appears that there may be a kind of takedown of Prigozhin that's taking place. But I, I'm not certain if that's really what's happening because I haven't seen any reporting on it coming out of uh, of Russia. But I have seen some reports coming out from Western uh, uh, news outlets uh, suggesting that 
the businesses of Alexander Prokoshin have gradually been kind of unearthed and uh, and exposed. And of course, the um, rationale, the reason they say this is happening is because Prokoshin engaged in what was a coup against Vladimir Putin. Now, I, I'm still not convinced that it was a legitimate coup. I'm not convinced that what we saw wasn't just a bit of political theater. Salty Zero, I wonder if Paris... Paris in Las Vegas is having. <laughs> I had to think about that one for a second. I've never been to Paris, Paris, but I realize now that there is a place called Paris, Paris. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is a story that came out the other day. And, uh, okay, the, the, as we round out the show, there's a couple of stories um, that demonstrate. I, I, this is a Captain Obvious segment, I guess. You know, like, you know, how could we have guessed that things like this were going to happen? Take a look at France. Oh, I never would have thought we'd have unrestrained migration leading to chaos in the streets, the same type of chaos that existed in the countries these people came from. Joe Biden uh, talking about uh, blocking out the rays of the sun to fight climate change. This came out last week, or maybe, you know, it was reported in Breitbart just yesterday, but I saw it on uh, on Friday. And they're talking about spraying chemtrails. I mean, this is nothing new. It's kind of like aliens. You know, now nothing new under the sun. The only thing that's new is the way that these subjects are being talked about. Suddenly it's okay to talk about aliens. Suddenly it's okay to tell America that we are not alone. The government's been working with aliens and extraterrestrials and we've got craft and we've been back engineering them and all of this incredible technology, but we've just never let you use it. So whatever. I don't know. Here, the White House is claiming that they're going to be interested in investigating stratospheric aerosol injection and marine cloud brightening. This is in a paper uh, that specifically sets out to address climate change through some futuristic technologies. They also uh, talk about research into cirrus cloud thinning. Now, This report was released on Friday. It discusses limiting sunlight to rapidly cool the planet, a solar geoengineering process known as solar radiation modification, or as we've known about it for decades, chemtrails. Kitsko says you need to adapt your Saturday schedule to Trump's rallies. You are so fun to rally with. Um, I, I, uh, I, I will. Anytime that I can, I will, but uh, the rally this weekend, it was just outside of uh, my time that I had available to be doing this. Um, but yes, uh, I definitely will be doing the next Trump rally. Lisa, do me a favor. I need you to uh, uh, take note of when the next Trump rally is so that I can plan for it ahead of time. So, chemtrails are real. Guys, I mean, like, we've known about this for a long time. We've seen the pictures. We've seen the videos. Many of us have followed this subject. We've read the research. We've read the papers. We have seen the scientists talking about it. So the fact that Joe Biden is now discussing using chemtrails to fight climate change, I mean, it just means that we're, you know, one step closer to another uh, global awakening on a subject that people have basically said we were crazy for. How many times have you been called a nutcase for talking about chemtrails or the idea that the government would use uh, geo-atmospheric spraying to stop the sun's rays from hitting the earth? Oh, no, that's crazy talk. The government would never do that. Until they say that they will do that, and then they obviously do, and geoengineering is a real thing. So 
I think that uh, we have an opportunity here. We have an opportunity to discuss a subject that we have known was legit for many decades, and we can use this in conversations with people. You can talk about uh, what in the world are they spraying? Great movie. Why in the world are they spraying the sequel? Also, a really great movie. Dane Wiggins. I, I want to get that guy in the show. I always have. But this particular paper that was just released, the report, Congressionally Mandated Report on Solar Radiation Modification. It seems like a recipe for disaster to me. How do we know what the true cost of the geoengineering they've been doing all this time has uh, has had an effect on. I mean, there have been all kinds of stories of uh, changes to the weather. I mean, and, and all these various methodologies that they have openly talked about in, you know, smaller circles. But I mean, it's real. The focus on atmospheric approaches also allows for the greater near-term feasibility, feasibility related to space-based approaches. The research plan focuses on improving understanding of the potential impacts of SRM, the impacts that we already know about because we've been doing it for 20 plus years. Freight awakening. Aren't these people for green everything, plants and trees, etc.? How do you grow plants with no sun? This one doesn't seem well thought out. No, I, absolutely. This is not well thought out. And here's the thing. In the same way that people will use religion as a, an excuse or a cover to behave badly or, you know, give themselves some sort of plausible deniability, these people use environmentalism, green practices in the exact same way. Think about Jay or uh, Carrie. What's his name? Uh, I forgot his first name, but the guy with the plastic face that ran for president, um, John Kerry, John Kerry, uh, talking, uh, he's the climate czar. He's telling everybody else, you know, you've got to stop using fossil fuels. You've got to stop putting carbon into the atmosphere. But then he's flying around the world in private jets like go blow yourself. Give me a break. Rusty Koala. Chemtrails have been sprayed pretty heavily here in Florida since 1995. We only have we we have only scheduled weather currently. You are absolutely correct. Yes, this has been going on for decades now. And so for the United States government and Joe Biden to start talking about it, well, that means that we're probably going to see this happening in a, a much greater amount. Uh, you know, a lot of people under President Trump's time in office, it seemed like the spraying had kind of stopped. The sky became blue again. The, sky, the sun became yellow. Absolutely incredible stuff. But now I think we're going to be heading right back to it. I mean, the current government, that authoritative overreach, authoritarian overreach, rather, um, that's exactly what we're seeing. Uh, Backdoor Biden says, I was hit by chemtrails twice, have not been able to work for three years. MRI shows something happened. Can't exactly tell neurologist. I think my problem is from government spraying. Oh, unfortunately, um, I believe I'm going to guard T-Skip. They haven't released the, the list of speakers yet. Um, and I, I'm sorry to hear that backdoor Biden. Uh, you know, I, obviously everybody keep him in your prayers because this, this is real. This stuff is real. I mean, people have been messed up by chemical exposure in so many different ways. I think I'll be at GART, uh, but they haven't told me I'm going to be at GART. I know a lot of people hope that I'm going to be at GART. You can always, uh, you know, show up at the uh, uh, baseless conspiracies tonight and tell John how much you want me to be at GART. That might help out. Um, okay, here's another example of, uh, you know, foreshadowing in its, like, most obvious form. Um, we have the owner of a pop-up drug shop whose claim to fame was selling clean substances. 
clean substances that, uh, you know, in like the best possible scenario would be pure drugs, allowing addicts to get high, but not having to deal with the pesky overdoses that come with snorting fentanyl and uh, animal tranquilizers. This was a guy in Vancouver. He opened up this mobile drug shop selling clean drugs. That included heroin, cocaine, meth, MDMA. Well, guess what? He died of a suspected fentanyl overdose. His name was Jerry Martin. He was 51. He had a cocaine addiction, and he spent most of his youth homeless. Now, he initially survived the overdose. He was hospitalized for several days, but then he passed away on Friday. He was, in fact, you know, oh, after all, a 51-year-old man who was doing cocaine and heroin on a regular basis. I mean, what do you expect, Jerry? So I don't know what the future of his clean drugs shop is, but, you know, I would say that uh, your drugs are not so clean if uh, the, the the heroin that you had for yourself ended up having fentanyl in it. Bad news. Bad news bears. So, Jerry, your death was foreseeable. Sorry to hear about it. Also, in Chicago, another 32 people shot uh, in the socialist haven of uh, Brandon Johnson's brand new Chicago. Gun-controlled Chicago, 32 people shot. Uh, and of course, it's the same scenario every single weekend. It's uh, exactly the same. I, you know, I mean, I wouldn't go to Chicago if I were you. Uh, certainly, if I was myself, I wouldn't go to Chicago. Same thing happened in Baltimore. Baltimore also gun control zone. Thirty people shot at a block party yesterday. Uh, two of them were fatally shot. Uh, this happened on Sunday, just after twelve thirty a.m. So I guess that would have been late Saturday night. Uh, there was an 18-year-old woman and a 20-year-old woman who were killed in the incident. Uh, three of the wounded are in critical condition. There were hundreds of people at this block party. Uh, and the Baltimore mayor, Brandon Scott, seemed to indicate that more than one person was behind the shooting. If I had to guess, it was a couple of knuckleheads shooting at each other. What we do know is that this was a recklessly cowardly act that happened here and has permanently altered many lives and cost two people their lives. And I want those responsible to hear me and to hear me very clearly. We will not stop until we find you, and we will find you. Well, I guarantee you those guns weren't registered, so they're not going to trace back to anybody specifically. Uh, those guns are probably destroyed. And in a city like Baltimore, which has an anti-police bent, uh, people don't want to talk to cops. They don't want to be seen as snitches. Nobody's going to come forward and say, hey, this is my neighbor. You know, I saw this person pull the trigger. Um, so, you know, th- of course, they're they're talking about you know gun control and how things uh, like Gabby Giffords groups. Uh, pointed out that, oh, you know, this is Maryland. You know, they have background checks. They have a red flag law. They have universal background checks, high capacity magazine ban. There's a a ban on ghost guns, quote, quote, quote. There's also an, a quote, assault weapons ban. And you have to be licensed to have a handgun. So, I mean, if gun control worked, then this 30 people getting shot and multiple people dying, that never should have happened. But this is uh, more confirmation that gun control doesn't save lives. People with guns save lives because they can shoot the knuckleheads who pull out their guns in a public area. 
But of course, in Baltimore, these people never had a shot. Uh, this would have been some, you know, career criminals with illegal guns shooting at each other, probably because somebody stepped on their Air Force Ones or something stupid like that. And then finally, Kevin Spacey is back in the news once again in court, uh, accused of being a predator and a sexual abuser. Now, this is not so much a story about Kevin Spacey, but about the impending death of the witnesses that are testifying against him. Because I don't think a single accuser of Kevin Spacey has ever lived to see the end of a trial. They just always end up dying mysteriously. Freight Awakening says people are so negative. Instead of saying a third of the block party was shot, why don't we say that two-thirds avoided bullets? <laughs> it's all about perspective. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. So, Kevin Spacey, this man is a serial predator, and he is allegedly a murderer as well. That's my opinion. Kevin Spacey is allegedly a real sick son of a bitch. And now this trial is taking place in London. The one good thing here is that uh, courts are a little bit different in London than they are here. Um, but in this recent trial taking place now, jurors watched a recorded police interview with the first of Kevin Spacey's accusers. There are multiple. Now, the identities cannot be revealed by UK law. This one fact alone is probably the only thing that's going to be keeping these people alive. The only thing is, if Kevin Spacey has a head on his shoulders, he probably knows the names, faces, and addresses of the people that he abused over the years. The man who was abused by Kevin Stacey, Spacey said that the star was a predator who good-looking young men were warned about because everyone knew that he was up to no good. An alleged victim of Kevin Spacey told the police that he was very slippery, snaky, and a difficult person who groomed him. He said the 63-year-old actor tried to reel him in with promises of introductions to Hollywood stars before, before assaulting him a dozen times. Good Lord. The man said it used to be a laughing joke about what was going on there. It was known. It was little comments. If a new apprentice had come in from university, a good-looking boy, people would say, you better be careful. It was always well known that he, Kevin Spacey, was up to no good. This man is a serial predator. He deserves to be behind bars for the rest of his life or to be hung by his neck until he's dead. The actor's first accuser alleges that in the early 2000s, Spacey regularly groped him before laughing at the man's objections. Spacey's behavior is alleged to have escalated over time, leaving the man feeling sick, ashamed, and embarrassed. The man claims Spacey assaulted him a good dozen times. S... SDLBS1959 says it is extremely difficult to legally have a gun in Maryland. The asshats in Baltimore keep doing the same crap and keep expecting different results. This crap is moving out into the suburbs now, too. You're absolutely right. The people of Baltimore are at a distinct disadvantage. The people who are criminals and who can get illegal guns will do so. They don't care about the laws. They don't care about the regulations. They don't care about your gun control, Gabby Giffords. Rusty Koala, put it toward another rifle shirt because, yeah, thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate it. And then ESA DMF, 78 bucks, bro. Appreciate you. I have lived in three states, regress, denial, and the great awakening. I love it. I absolutely love it. That is a great way to go, buddy. All right. So 
Uh, a dozen times, Kevin Spacey coming after this kid. Uh, at the same time, according to the accuser, Spacey was a very angry man. The star could also be charming, though, too. Probably would get angry when he would grab dude's junk and then they would rebuke him. Spacey was very generous. Oh, this is classic grooming behavior. Oh, you know, come on over. I'll spend a bunch of money on you, and then I'll try to rape you in the dressing room. He'd give me and my girlfriend front row seats to premieres and dinner on him. That's what they do. They try to reel you in. I'll give them that, and they won't say anything. The man alleges that the incidents took place over the span of a few years. He thought that Kevin Spacey was his friend. I, I, I had an experience much like this. When I worked at the state many years ago, uh, my uh, uh, my daughter was about to be born. I got a job at the Treasury Department. And this older gentleman who, like, you know, it took to me like a second father, uh, helped me get some new clothes so that I could get a promotion. He was, uh, you know, very interested in making sure that, you know, like our new family was going to be taken care of. And then one day he did something really creepy, and I was like, I I will never talk to you ever again. You have just destroyed any possibility of us having like a mentor-mentee type relationship. Disgusting. The man described how from the first moment he met Spacey, tangentially through the actor's employment as artistic director of the London Theater, the old Vic, Spacey showered him with questions and compliments. He was almost right from the get-go grooming me. These people know what they're doing. They've done it before. Kevin Spacey clearly is a career professional when it comes to the abuse of children. He grabbed my hand and put my hand on his privates, the man said. I used to call him a weirdo. I used to say, you're an effing weirdo. He used to laugh about it. He used to find it very funny. He wasn't embarrassed. The man waited a decade to come forward with his allegations because he was embarrassed. Who the hell wants to admit that this kind of thing happened to you? He feared professional repercussions. He was probably working at the theater. The alleged abuse caused him anxiety, stress, and depression. Who wouldn't? The pair were traveling to Elton John's famous white tiara ball in the early 2000s at the height of Spacey's fame. He grabbed me so hard I almost drove off the road. He grabbed me really hard. It really hurt. I said, don't you effing do that or I will knock you out. He laughed. I will never forget it. Disgusting. Disgusting. Kevin Spacey. I hope this is the one that finally gets him. I hope this is the one that puts Kevin Spacey away for good. All right, guys, let's go through the final thank yous over here. Eliza Jane says, back in the day, Zach, we didn't know about groomers. No, I mean, you know, I I mean, it's like I, I could tell the guy was gay, you know, but I mean, it's like he knew that I was straight. He knew that I had a baby that was about to be born. He knew that I was focused entirely on, you know, providing for my family, going back to school, making sure that I had a good job and getting myself established. He knew all of that stuff. It didn't matter to him because he saw me as a piece of meat. Okay, he was a groomer. It was just so disappointing. You know, I mean, like, I'm sure many of you have gone through similar situations where you believe that you can trust someone because they present themselves as trustworthy. And then they reveal themselves to you to be the exact opposite of what they tried to convince you they were. It's terrible. It's awful. Okay. Uh, Doug Simey, thank you again. Who cares? Thank you. Porpoiseful, dropping a cookie, mighty patriot with a phone. I appreciate you. Uh, who cares? Also said question. Any thought that the China bribed Joe to push the EV thing to weaken the U.S.? I think it's likely that it was to weaken the U.S., 
but also to uh, strengthen China because China is like the number one producer of the uh, materials, the batteries uh, that are going to be used. Also, they produce the majority of solar panels that are being installed all throughout the United States. So, yes, I think Joe Biden got bribed to destroy the United States and to strengthen China. Both. They are going hand in hand. Uh, Mountain Lace. Mountain Lace dropped a can. Thank you. Uh, Also said, fun fact, Trump fired messenger from our State Department and then says, damn, uh, autocorrect Kissinger, not messenger. Yes, Trump fired Henry Kissinger from the State. I didn't realize he was still working at the State Department. Uh, Chops ITMC. NATO has weapon caches of munitions all over Europe. Anybody check those this week? That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, Just Duckies. Thank you for the cookie. Anondoc77 says, happy 4th, Zach, and happy 4th of July to everybody here. Tomorrow, I will be doing my show at 1 p.m., just like normal, and then tomorrow night, I'm going to do fireworks with my neighbors. Uh, JD, if you're listening, or it should be a good time. <laughs> we got a bunch of fireworks from Phantom today. We went in on some together. Uh, Scout65 says, a Amazing news all the time. Hope something can finally be done about it. Amen. Uh, Cod Tongues. Do you mind a little self-promotion? 2020 election fraud picture book. Have a peek and laugh. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll check it out. Hold on just a second. Let me let me, uh, let me, let me open up this link. There we go. All right. Yeah, I will definitely check it out, Cod Tongues. No problem. And you guys here, check it out. You check it out too. 2020 election fraud picture book. I like it already. Uh, it's right in line with my ideology. And what the heck is going on with Getter? I don't, I don't know if I'm live over on Getter. You guys want to hear something crazy? Getter actually like deleted my stream from Saturday night from my dashboard. Like I couldn't see it. You could see it if you go to my account, but I don't even know if you can see it when you go to your, my account because I mean it's my show, so maybe I'm the only one who can see it. Okay, so continuing on, Just Duckies, friendly reminder that patriots and God has the wheel. Amen. Yes, Uh, we must keep fighting, but the cabal is being cornered. Yeah, no, I I think that is exactly why they are upping the ante on all of this stuff, why they are trying to be more overt about it. They can't help it. They have to confront us with it, and they need our tacit approval. And uh, if we just sit back and allow them to engage in whatever it is that they're trying to do, then we'll be complicit. We can't do that. Uh, This is why people are waking up is because we are beginning to fight back. Lou Bean says, this is the blueprint for what's to come here. We have an invasion at the border. This isn't going to end well. It's not going to end well. It's definitely going to be uh, a tumultuous time here in the United States. And that's why I said, what can we learn from the French people? Can we be ready for something like what we're seeing in France. I think we can be. We are in a different position here because we have the Second Amendment. I think probably most every one of you here has some Second Amendment supplies. Somebody comes to my front door and I have no qualms about how I'm going to handle myself. Uh, and so that's all that I'm so oh, hi, Chi. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Chi Chi just showed up out of nowhere. Uh, Liberty Bells, these people are so evil. Thank you, Zach, for all your hard work. Who cares? Says uh, blocking the sun would also raise the temperature of the earth because it will block the cooling from space. It will screw the whole pooch. It's so dumb. 
Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. And then Donuts10, thank you very much for the can. All right, you guys are awesome. I want to pr- say uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We've got 2,500 people here, 430 likes on Rumble. If you wouldn't mind, hit that like button on your way out. I'm going to go ahead and pass out the gold pills, and then I hope you can join me and John Harold tonight in three hours, well, in le- less than that, about two and a half hours at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time for another exciting episode of Baseless Conspiracies. Until that time, Good luck and God bless. I'll see you tonight or maybe tomorrow afternoon.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.